Ladies and gentlemen, this is my Live from the 815 Podcast, presented by Backup Quarterback. Monday, July 3rd, and welcome to Live from the 815 Podcast. This is the home of the hottest takes on the internet. I am your co-host, Colton St. Vincent. I'm your other co-host, Jake LaRue, and we are at the exact midway point of the Major League season. And looking at the standings, man, is Chicago mediocre. All right. All right. You got the Cubs sitting at 41 and 41, the definition of mediocre. Let's go. And the Sox at 36 and 45. Pretty below mediocre, if you ask me. Actually, the second worst team in the American League. So This is a hot start to this hot episode. Hot, hot, hot takes. Another hot take. Cubs, six games out of the wild card in the National League. White Sox? Five and a half games out of the wild card. I think I think I said it before. I'll say it again. The American League is soft. <laughs> I will agree with that. I I also think the National League is just really hard. Since you use the soft <laughs> analogy, <laughs> yeah, the NL is super rock hard. And sure, sure. With with the Diamondbacks and Rockies are just absolutely killing it, and the Cubs are the third in third place for the wild card. They just happen to be six games back. It ain't over. No, definitely not. And you're in the worst division in the world with the Brewers ahead of you at 44 and 40. Oh, really? That's it? Yeah, you're two games back of the Brewers. That's not bad. Like like my father always says, two games back at the All-Star game isn't bad for the Cubs in 2017. Your dad said that before? All the time. That's a classic David Pace. (laughs) Classic. Um, Another... Similarity between the Cubs and Sox is they both have one all-star. Just one, which is shocking after the Cubs had the entire infield last year. Yeah. Remember, like, it was Addison Russell, Zobris, Bryant, and Rizzo all made the all-star team with like David Roth ago, almost making it. And like, and like a month ago, they were all like leading. So, Chicago, yeah, it was Chicago fans. Are they are they giving up? Hmm? Um, I think there's definitely some down people are down in the dumps. Cubs fans are about this season. You still got Chris Bryant in the uh, last five. Chris Bryant's in the last five to get voted in uh, for the National League. There's still a fan vote, so I'm sure the Cubs fans are gonna go all out to get Chris Bryant to the All Star game. Chris, I got you, man. Colton specifically is gonna <laughs> get you into the All Star game. You're welcome. So. You need it. You're ugly, and you're poor, and you don't succeed too much, so you need this. And he's going up against um, some stiff competition, Justin Turner, who's a third baseman for the Dodgers. A lot of hard comments out of you there. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'm thinking a lot about hard stuff. Uh, But Justin Turner's slash line this year, he's hitting 388 with a 473 on base, and his OPS is over 1,000. So it and his war is three point seven in fifty eight games. The only reason he's not in it is because he's been hurt for about a third of the season. But that slash line is absolutely ridiculous. For those of you that, that don't know, war is wins above replacement. 
So yeah, and that's... we're not going to explain how it's calculated because we have no idea. I can't even read, let alone calculate war. So <laughs> yeah, well, that's why we're doing podcasts because reading and writing is way too hard. Amen. Back to Amen. you in the booth, Jake. <laughs> Back to me in the booth. Uh, the only other all-star in Chicago for the Cubs is Wade Davis, who's having a good year. And we got Avi Sale on the south side, who, you know, is the only one who deserved it on the White Sox. So. What about Melky? Melky's super average. Yeah, his, his deadly arm where he overruns balls, lets them go, and then throws guys out. Who are trying to extend the play? His step but, to pop fly ratio has to be the highest in baseball. <laughs> he takes like twenty five thousand steps. Just yeah, to get a, a pop fly. Tiny, <laughs> tiny little choppy steps. Yeah, um, Melky though, he's a great player. He's like the definition of I would want him as my two hitter on no matter what team I'm playing for. You know, best team in the league, worst team in the league. He's a switch hitter who knows how to hit, and he doesn't swing for power. He hits to all fields, so. I love me some milkman. Don't get me wrong, but was that, was that your, not even close. Was that, was that your uh, your nickname for him? The milkman? No, yeah. they they have T-shirts and stuff at the White Sox game. The milkman delivers. Cease and desist. <laughs> we, <That> need, was... <laughs> uh, <laughs> we need uh we need uh we need any sort of fun little chance we can have on the south side. There's not a lot to watch. <laughs> I could have just done that away from the mic. <laughs> <laughs> no, he had to do it right into the mic. Sorry, folks. That's... I went. I have. I'm. I'm not feeling too hot. I went to Ludacris last night, so my throat hurts and I don't feel too good. But this is kind of like Jordan's flu game. So I'm just. I'm just gonna tough it out for you. <laughs> this is going you. down in the history books. <laughs> yeah. People are gonna talk about the flu game and that live from the 815 podcast where Colt had a. <laughs> Sore throat. <laughs> because he was at Ludacris. Because <laughs> he went to a Ludacris concert the night before. How unprofessional. I went to bed at 8 p.m. last night. <laughs> yeah, just so I could get up and do this. Oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> um, what else is going on with the Cubs? Uh, we haven't talked about Miguel Montero, who had his little uh, beef in the locker room. Yeah, he's a bitch. You could say. Miguel, if yeah. I know you're listening. You're a bitch. He may not be listening because I don't know if the show goes to Canada. It's a very nice. American. Because nice. he's just been traded to the Toronto Blue Jays after being designated for assignment. He was traded for a player to be named later or just cash. Just whatever. Just, here, just like, <laughs> and then they're also paying part of his contract. So if they trade, if they get cash back, it's just like, here's Miguel Montero. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's pretty hilarious. But yeah. Cubs fans always forget that. Um, actually, they they never forget. You'll always hear this. Ryan Sandberg was a a, pl- a player to be named later. So, yeah, so, Cubs fans never forget that, and they definitely never hear that. Yeah, what I'm <laughs> so pretty much what I'm hearing is that we traded Miguel Montero for Ryan Sandberg and Cash. Yeah, you're probably gonna get a Ryan Sandberg type prospect. I'd say there's almost no doubt in that. Amen. You know. Um. Speaking of prospects, who are the Cubs? I was thinking about who are the Cubs going to pull the trigger on for a, an arm because they need to do something. Yeah. They're probably got to make a move. I mean, you're at 500. You're going to the All-Star break. I know they're going to come out of the All-Star break just red hot just to spite me because I hate them. But uh, who are you guys going to go get? Because, you know, the Chris Archer stuff, that kind of seems a little dead in the water with the Tampa Bay Rays being the number two wild card team right now. Yeah, so, yeah the Rays' bats are on fire this year. 
Logan Morrison. Yeah, I, what's his name? Corey Dickerson. Corey Dickerson's been crazy. Yeah, he's he's the all-star DHer for the uh, American League. Uh, you guys actually have a two or uh, two game series coming up with them oh, starting shit. tomorrow. Oh no! What a and Chris Archer's pitching the first game. What? Wow. What? We got all sorts of stats for you here, folks. We are good at our jobs. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I just don't see Chris Archer. I mean, it's tough to make a move when you're leading the wild card. Kind of like how the Brewers, you know, are they going to be buyers or sellers? You know, are they in the Jose Quintana hunt since they're leading their division? Are they going to make a run? I don't I don't I I'd be surprised if if, if the Brewers bought cuz the Sabathia trade and um the Granky trade is the what hurt them. trade killed them too. The Granky trade where they gave up uh Alcides Escobar and I think it was was it Alex Gordon? Two so. of the pieces that helped the Royals win that World Series came in that Granky rental which did nothing for them. Yeah, so I that CC trade was exciting and was totally worth it. I'd be surprised if they went for it again like that yeah you think they'd learn their lesson go cubs <laughs> well i'm just saying i don't know who the cubs are gonna go after because you know, I don't know the rick rick Hahn and the white Sox made it pretty obvious they're not really dealing with the cubs maybe they just met with chris sale which made a lot of sense so maybe you guys can get quintana but there's not many other arms that are like what like garrett cole maybe yeah maybe garrett cole but he's having a down year so there's yeah. not there's not a lot of arms around the league that are available. But I mean, you would think for the right price like anybody's on the table. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for the right. But how much are you guys willing to give up? You know, are you going to give up Hap? Hap's um, been hit, I, hit pretty well. I wouldn't well. want to, but I can I can call Theo right now if you want and see what see what we're going to give up. Oh yeah. Well, we could we should sneak in an interview after the break with Theo Epstein. After, <laughs> yeah, after our commercial break. <laughs> We, have, we always have so many breaks, so stay tuned yeah, after the break. That's why podcasts are so much tougher than radio. Radio, you get like 15-minute break just to look up all your next segment. This is all live, folks. From the all what? Off the, cuff. the 815. Exactly. Wow. And Milwaukee. And, but, I'm, yeah, the 414, but we'll, I'll cut that in post. <laughs> yeah, don't let them know that we're not 100% here. But, uh, yeah, that's all I got for the Cubs and Sox, you know, all-star game. You got one Montero, Miguel Montero, and the there's no trades for the Cubs that I see that are obvious right at this point. You know, two weeks ago you thought there were several arms that they could trade for, but without Chris Archer being there, I just don't see any excitement. Yeah, I mean we have we have a whole month to to figure it out. So yeah, we'll, the trade deadline is at the end of July. It's gonna it's gonna be exciting to see what we do for the whole month. <laughs> I agree. It, the trade deadline for the both sides of town is going to be very exciting. Do the White Sox move Quintana? Do we move Frazier? Do we move Melky? Do we got they, a lot of people. buy? <laughs> Are we buyers? We're only five and a half out of the wild card. <laughs> Investors? Possibly you. <laughs> That's what we should put at the end of our podcast so we get tons <laughs> of fun. <laughs> All right. Um, I guess uh, moving on to the NBA, right? Yeah, for those of I'm you ready. Who, for those of you who don't know, the NBA stands for the National Basketball Association. Oh, yeah, good. <laughs> Excellent. Way to keep our fans up to date. <laughs> right, uh, Jay, the awards came out. 
<laughs> I got the awards came out for the NBA, aka the National Basketball Association. Oh, okay, got it. Uh, MVP Russell Westbrook, Defensive Player of the Year Draymond Green, um, Most Improved Giannis Antetokounmpo, and Rookie of the Year was Malcolm Brogdon. Wow, so, so two it, bucks on there. So according to my math, the Bucks have two awards, and every other team does not. So no, are yeah. the Bucks the best team in basketball? Um, yeah. No, that's definitely <laughs> yep. that is confirmed. All right. Well, this is confirmed. A, this is a big Bucks day for are all the of best us. team in the basketball. <laughs> Son of a gun, so, huh? Yeah, I mean that is that is exciting, and they're the two awards that of the Bucks you'd want to win, which is most improved and rookie of the year because they're such a young team. So that's exciting. Um, there's been a lot of exciting moves in the NBA for making new. We're making those new super teams. Houston's trying to form one. Now they have CP3 and James Harden. And Oklahoma City got a lot better when they added Paul George to their Russell Westbrook and company. Summer of George. Summer of George. Um, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that is Continue. A... <laughs> Continue. Uh, yeah, those are two teams trying to be super teams. They both look like they're one huge piece away still because who does Houston have besides CP3 and James Harden now? Um, nope. Uh, they still have Tracy McGrady? Uh, yes, and Steve... Uh, Francis. Oh, Steve Francis. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe I almost forgot his name. Yeah, I mean, he's... I, th- I, think I had he's, his shoes. I think he's he's coming up for the All-Star ballot soon, so... Or the uh, <laughs> yeah. Hall of Fame ballot. <laughs> Hall of Fame ballot. And the All-Star, because he's still playing on the Rockets. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, of course, of course. And w- we know for a fact that OKC has absolutely nobody besides Westbrook and now Paul George, because last year Westbrook did everything. So, I don't know. They both they seem like they're still a team. McBuckets, yeah, they so, do. They have McBuckets and Taj Gibson, who no, the Bulls traded them for. Uh, no, Taj went to Minnesota. Did he? Yeah, two years. Breaking news. <laughs> Breaking news. That's exciting. I'm just saying sure the Bulls traded. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, just making the point that the Bulls traded a bunch of assets and then also gave up a draft pick just to get rid of Taj's contract. That was a terrible trade. Yeah. And the Bulls, I have no idea what they're doing with their lives. Um, so those, as I was saying, Houston, OKC are looking to make super teams. It doesn't help when uh, Blake Griffin and Kyle Lowry go back to the Clippers and Toronto, respectively, yeah, and then Steph Serge Curry went back to Toronto too. Yeah, so Toronto's trying a little something, something, but I don't think. I mean, they're gonna have the you need a lot to compete with these teams. They're just gonna like yeah. underperform in the playoffs again. Yeah, I don't see what their plan is to for the future, but you know, just stay in stay in the number three seed. They do not want to lose that three seed in the East, um, Actually, and then. I can see with like all these players going over to the West, I can see the Bucks sneaking into a three seed. I could too. I mean, they're not as good as the Cavs, and then you assume Boston's going to be really good. Yeah. Then all that's left is Washington. So it's between the Washington Wizards, Toronto Raptors, and the Milwaukee Bucks for that three, four, five seed. I think. And and those three teams are so much worse than the Cavs. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's such a gap, but I mean. We'll see. Who well, knows? The gap could definitely change. The only the team that's the only team that could possibly uh, question the Cavs would be the Bucks because Giannis could t- if he takes another step like he did last year, 
And if Brogdon takes a step and Thon takes a step, Jabari stays healthy. That's a lot. <laughs> That's a whole lot of what ifs. Yeah. But Jabari staying healthy is the main what if. And you got to assume someday he'll be healthy. Who knows? He's got two torn ACLs. That's that's so. two more than me and you combined. Oh, 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 wait a minute. Speaking of torn ACLs, <laughs> Derek Rose has a meeting oh with God. the Milwaukee Bucks. <laughs> Sorry, I had to. That was such a good. Um, that was such a good transition. I had to lead it up. Yeah, with. You were, you, you, if, you, if you guys could have seen Jake's face, he lit up. <laughs> when... I was so excited with that sick ass transition into the D Rose meeting with the Bucks. Um, everything I've read from Bucks fans, and I, you know, I am Bucks fan. I'm friends with Bucks fans. Um, I'm your friend. They're pretty much terrified that they're going to sign Derrick Rose and do not want that to happen. If, I mean, man, I was telling you earlier, if we give him backup money and like he'd be a good like role player, but he would yeah. not, he would not be like a star that would take us to the next level. The problem is, I think. Or I know because of you know we follow I follow the Bulls rather closely, being in close proximity. He's a selfish prick, and was really upset anytime Jimmy tried to make it his team. So I don't know how he'd feel about being the fifth, sixth, seventh man off the bench. You know. Yes. So I don't know. I just don't like it. He's a bad teammate, bad basketball player. <laughs> He's been terrible the last few years. I wanted a point guard, but not this. Not like this. But he, he won MVP. He'll forget that. Oh, I don't think many people forget that. He may, uh, Funny, fun fact, uh, If as long as there's no serious injuries to Kevin Durant and Steph Curry and they keep on their trajectory, Derrick Rose will be the only MVP to not make the Basketball Hall of Fame. Ever. His career's not is, over. No, but there's Milwaukee. no way in hell he's making the Hall of Fame. Who's who's With, gonna, who is going to be the next Bucks Hall of Famer? Derrick Rose or Giannis? <laughs> That's a tough question. That is tough. Yeah, I'm going to go with either Della Vadova or Mike Dunleavy, who does not <laughs> play for the Bucks anymore. Yeah, I, I don't know where he's at now. I think he just keeps getting waved. <laughs> yeah, I hate Mike Dunleavy. Have you seen that clip of Giannis? Absolutely decking Dunleavy into the stands. No. <laughs> it was, I think it was Giannis was either a rookie. Yeah, he was probably a rookie. And it was in the playoffs when the Bulls were just slaughtering oh, yeah, the Bucks. Yeah, yeah, I do remember that. He, he ran full, Giannis, this is, runs full speed down court and just shoulders Dunleavy right into the stands. It was wow. the most flagrant foul I've ever seen in my life. Giannis Antetokounmpo is who we're talking about, not any other Giannis. Kumpo. No, not Giannis, or not his brother Thanis at the Tecumpo. It was Giannis. Yeah, that, that family needs to fight, like figure out different syllables to name their kids. <laughs> well, I, I want to know that, I want you to know that uh, NBA jersey sales came out. Giannis is number six. All right. And I was like, wow, that's crazy. You know, Milwaukee, number six. But then someone in the comments said, that probably has something to do with Greece. And then someone below that says, yeah, can confirm, live in Greece. Giannis jerseys are basically white t-shirts now. Everyone's got several. Hell yes. He's basically a god in Greece. You could call him a Greek god. What? (laughs) (laughs) That was the craziest take of all time. (laughs) (laughs) Man, 
You cannot find this stuff anywhere else, folks. You're welcome. Oh, oh you're welcome. No one's called Giannis the Greek god. I know that for a fact. That was the... Oh, man. I have goosebumps. You can't see it because this is a podcast, but call me sometime. FaceTime me. I'll show you. Yeah, we'll show you the exact faces we made. It was nuts. Well, that's pretty much all we got for sports, right? Yeah, that's all I got. Yeah, kind of slow. Middle of middle of summer, so... um. With with today being July third, tomorrow people forget is the fourth of July because usually Some, usually dates go in like numerical order. So it's, since today's the third, you go one day. People all say like people can also say tomorrow. It's it's another word for saying one more day. Um, tomorrow's the fourth. <laughs> tomorrow is the fourth of July. Excellent breakdown on how days work. <laughs> I just want to make sure our listeners, all forty thousand of them, know exactly that. Days go linear. Yes. Days are linear. Linear. Um, I honestly am not sure how to explain that one, but just whatever. <laughs> we, we already decided we can't read. so I'll, cu- I'll cut that in post. Yeah. <laughs> we got a lot of cutting to do in post. Oh, yeah. Big, big job to do. All right, Jake. So today um, is, like I said, July 3rd. Tomorrow is the birthday of the United States of America. So today our MySpace Top eight is top eight Americans. Amen. And let me tell you, history of America. Our list is a doozy. So buckle oh, up yeah. if you're if you're and driving. Based um, on a hundred percent facts, and you know there's no arguing. <laughs> hours this of list. research. Yeah, this is this is like the hours of research. <laughs> Jake. Start us you off. Let me start. I, right, I, I um, really do want you to start. I really do. Um, I'm going to go with uh, Super Duper American. You probably have heard of him. Uh, Pat Tillman. Okay. He was a football player uh, in the 90s and early 2000s that played for the Arizona Cardinals. He was a hard-hitting safety, and he was a beast. This guy was going to have a great career. But then after uh, these you know, 9-11 attacks, he decided to go and fight for the Army instead of making millions of dollars in the NFL, and he ended up uh, dying in action in Afghanistan. So, um, well, thank you, Pat Tillman. Thank you, Pat Tillman. But uh, yeah, he was an All-Pro, and that's you know, giving up an all—very few people would give up an All-Pro career to be as selfless as this man. So, that's our—that's probably the most truthful number one American that I could think of. My my first pick is Buzz Aldrin. Um, oh yeah. He, I think he's the last person that was on the uh, 69 moon mission that's alive. Um, he was the second person on the moon. So I think that's, that's just like mentally tough, you know? He, yeah, and it, he gets way less credit than Lance Armstrong. Neil Armstrong? Neil Ar- yeah, and Lance Armstrong. <laughs> and Lance Armstrong. No, that Lance Armstrong, the cheer. biker, gets more credit than the guy who made it to the moon. So yeah, so Buzz Aldrin, I, I heard the other day on the radio that he and his wife got divorced. Because his wife said that Buzz Aldrin has become a lazy human. How how unlazy do you think Buzz Aldrin? Like he went to the moon. He's got to use that as I an would argument. Be the every single every single fight that they had. <laughs> like, hey, Buzz, can you do the dishes? Uh, no, I am tired from going to the moon. Uh, Buzz, that was like fifty years ago. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, I was on the moon. Tell me what the moon feels like. <laughs> that is a trump card if I've ever heard one in my life. There's no comeback to that. Like, do you know how hard my day was? Yeah, I was in space for like three years, so how about that, Kathy? 
just like yelling at his <laughs> wife. I'm not sure what his wife's name is, but <laughs> Kathy Aldrin kind of sounds like a bitch. <laughs> yeah, fuck you, Kathy. Um, so that's Buzz Aldrin. <laughs> Buzz Aldrin, classic. Uh, my next one I'm going to go with is uh, Jackie Robinson. Uh, the actor? First, no, no, the uh, <laughs> From baseball the movie player. 42? Um, no, okay. that movie was actually based off of this guy. What? Fun, fun fact. Yeah, that wasn't a, a documentary. That is fun. That was That's a, a really fun fact. Yeah, that was made about Jackie Robinson, a.k.a. the first African-American player in the majors. And uh, he had to put up with a lot of bullshit back in his day. You know, death threats, uh, people throwing shit at him on the field. He had to be pretty much the most stubborn, badass dude to ever play baseball. And now his, his number, number 42, can no longer be worn by anybody in the majors, which is cool. Because you can still wear... You know, Michael Jordan's number. You can wear... Jack Jones's you know, number. You can still wear Jack Jones's number, but you can't wear Jackie Robinson's number. So, just for that, you're one of our top eight Americans, Jackie. Yeah, you are number three, Jackie. All right. So, my number four, um, kind of kind of breaking the rules, um, Keith <laughs> <Classic>. Urban. <laughs> Keith, yeah. yeah the, the Australian country singer is number four on our top eight Americans. Um, <laughs> he's... He writes and sings the most American songs out there. So he, I mean, I think one of his songs is literally talking about how great America is from sea to shining sea. So, Absolutely. so Keith, I know, I uh, know you're listening and you're probably really worried that you're foreign and you're not going to make our list, but you know what, pal, buck up. Here you we are. don't, we don't follow any sort of rules. We don't this. discriminate on this podcast. <laughs> Especially our MySpace top eights. I don't think we followed the rules on all eight of them once. I might, I might break the rule later too. So, but as of right now, number four is Keith Urban. So shout out to you, Keith. Thanks for listening. Uh, thanks for listening, Keith. Number five, another avid listener of the show, Babe Ruth. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's, he's he's famously known for listening to our podcast. <laughs> Well, he just seems like the most American man you can get. The greatest baseball player of all time. Many people will say he has the home run lead for hundreds of years until broken by uh, Barry Bonds. And uh, the great Bambino. Huh? Hank Aaron broke it. Oh, broken by Hank Aaron and then later Barry Bonds. Um, he He lived on beer and hot dogs, and you can tell by his... Shitty, shitty body he has. <laughs> His physique. <laughs> you I wish say, we had more shirtless pics of, of Babe Ruth out there. Yeah, I don't know of any, but man, that's American if I've ever seen one. Is that that fat guy hitting 714 home runs? For how fat he was, he had to absolutely pull. Like he was like the most famous person in the world. Oh yeah, no, he got he got bitches for sure. <laughs> he got chicks. Just I mean, they just called him Babe. Chicks. His name was George, and they called him Babe. Damn. Damn. Aw, oh, damn. You got another one? <laughs> that, was our, that was our hot take. All right. Um, my, our, my third pick. Um, nobody, nobody's going to know this one. It's, not even, it's, it's just somebody that I know personally. Uh, Andrew right. Markham. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? Andrew Markham is, <laughs> is number six on our top eight Americans. <laughs> this guy is so American. Um, He's a friend of mine. <laughs> yeah, he is. A, he's a real friend of the program, not one of these other ones. He's just a he's just a guy that that we know. Andrew, he actually listen to this show? I doubt it. 
<laughs> but you know what? I just I just wouldn't have felt good if uh, if you, if you I didn't, didn't put him on here. There. Like he's he, like I think he's been preparing for the Fourth of July since like uh, January. He he gets so pumped up <laughs> since this the Fifth of July. This is his favorite. Yeah, yeah. He does three hundred and sixty-four days of prep, and like tomorrow <laughs> One is day of celebration. Tomorrow is his Christmas, his birthday, his Hanukkah, and his Flag Day. Actually, no, Flag Day is a, a big one for him, too. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, he makes up for it by celebrating Christmas and Hanukkah. Yeah. Apparently. Just, <laughs> <he's>, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's just a huge day for him, and I'm going to give him give him the uh, number six spot here. Oh, good for him. Um, number seven spot is going to go to the name that came up every single time in every way I Googled this to, for all my in-depth research. I Googled this like five times in five different ways. And Elvis Presley came up on every <laughs> single damn list. I have to name him. And I understand why he's, you know, he, he changed the music world in America forever. He's a, you know, super badass. Died on his overdose, overdosing on drugs on his toilet. Get more American than that. I dare you. He's, well, the, the thing that, that kind of pisses me off is that nobody gives Forrest Gump the credit that he deserves. If it wasn't for Forrest Gump, there's no way that Elvis knows how to dance. Absolutely. And, and his his just his crazy hip movements no. yeah. and his, Time out. his Time gyrations. Out. I take away Elvis and I'm putting Forrest Gump at number seven. Perfect. All of the, the things he changed about America in <laughs> yeah. that one two hour movie is mind boggling. I think I don't you know, know he, I think the movie's like six hours, isn't it? It's really long. <laughs> it is really long. I don't know. He was an amazing kick returner in football. Uh, he ran like across the entire world. He was a he war fought hero. in a war. Yeah, saved lives in a war. He started that uh, that smile, the smiley face. Yeah, he and, started that. And the the shit happens bumper sticker. Yeah, shit happens. Man, he brought back what an beard. icon. He is number seven. Yeah, should probably be number one. But man, yeah, fuck Elvis Presley. Forrest Gump. <laughs> yeah, Elvis is a poser. <laughs> Get your own dance moves, Elvis. Friend of the program. All right, so our final uh, person on our top eight Americans. Um, speaking of <laughs> Forrest Gump, I tossed in Tom Hanks, and then I'm also perfect. Gonna, I'm also going to put in Matt Damon and Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> all, <laughs> all number eight. <laughs> because they're all my favorite actors. Um, Can we throw a Morgan Freeman in there? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So. So those four people are all in the number eight spot. Yeah. <laughs> Tom I Hanks, mean, Matt Damon, Leonardo DiCaprio, um, Morgan, Morgan Freeman. Freeman. So yes. Just all of my of my favorite actors. If you ask me who, who my favorite actor was, I would say all four of them. You yes. know who else is a great American? Benedict Cumberbatch. Yes, he is. <laughs> Definitely American. Sure is. I thought you were going to say Under- Benedict Arnold, and I was just going to get so gosh darn mad. Oh. oh too soon. Too soon. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That trading bastard. Freaking hate that guy. God, <laughs> darn it. All I think about all day is how to get that bastard back for what he did to him. Revenge is going to be sweet. <laughs> Wait for it, Arnold. Yeah, not, not Cumberbatch. You're a, you're a good actor. Good actor. Totally American. Super American. <laughs> well, he was, he was in the imitation game, which is about how to crack the Germans' codes. And if there's one thing that I know about America, it's that... Us and, us and the Germans haven't always got along, you know? Yeah, no, that's a good point. Thank you very you know? much. Uh, yeah. 
And he's uh, yeah. So he's a he's a German stopper. Even though I'm pretty sure he wasn't American in that movie either. No, no, he wasn't. <laughs> no, that, that so that's well, why he's an honorary mention. <laughs> you're welcome. Mostly for him not being American is the only reason he's uh, not on this list. Um, so that's all I got. Do you have any? Uh, you have any more honorable mentions? No, that's all. Every American I could think of. Um, one that barely missed the list for me, I guess, was um Eddie Murphy. Oh, what <laughs> Strict, a strictly for his role in Shrek one, two, and three. <laughs> yeah, he's he's the best donkey, virtual donkey I've ever seen. And Jake, do you want to hear the upset of the century? What's the upset of the century, Cole? Speaking Colton? of Eddie Murphy, Jake, we have yes, a Colton. sponsor. That's right. <laughs> a That's real right. sponsor. <laughs> Man. This is real life, folks. This is not a drill. We've we've done a few fake sponsors. This is a real one. Um, yeah. Our good friends over at Murphy's Pub and Grill in Rockford, Illinois, has hopped on board. So this episode is brought to you by Murphy's Pub and Grill in Rockford, Illinois, right there on Perryville Road. Uh, Murphy's has it all, folks. $4 absolute. Um, they also bring the, the heat with some absolute fish bowls. And you can even join their lunch club where every fifth meal is on the house. That's right. That's not a typo. That's a free lunch. Um, you want some food specials? Even if, if you're going to meal one through four? Jake. You know I do. Jake, let's listen to these lunch specials. Tell me. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> um, Monday we have one dollar tacos. Tuesday half price burgers. We know we like food. Those those are two great options right there. Wednesday half price Rubens. Thursday half price Phillies. Friday, Jake, how how hungry do you get on uh, Fridays? About as hungry as a person can get. Wow, that's pretty hungry. <laughs> if you have eight dollars and ninety nine cents, you get all you can eat fish. Hey Jake, oh my God. Jake, if you're if yeah. you're busy on Friday, go Saturday. Bring bring the same eight dollars and ninety nine cents for all you can eat ribs. That's ribs, Jake. Wow. Ribs. I'm again. I thought that was a typo because that just sounds too delicious. No sir, too no great. no sir, no how. Nine 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 or eight nine nine. Is there even a day I can go in there and play full price for something? No. Nope. Sure doesn't seem like it. Nope. They said not not this time. Not for our customers. <laughs> and then no. Sunday they always have nice wings and pizza specials. And don't you dare forget happy hour, Jake. I swear to God, if you forget happy hour, Monday through never. Saturday, 3 to 6 p.m., I, oh, man, what drinks galore. Think about all the drinks are flowing for, for those three hours, for yeah, the three-hour happy so hour. Man, so stop by Murphy's Pub and Grill right there on Paravar Road in Rockford, Illinois. Say hi to Maya. She's been a sweetheart this whole time. And yeah. uh, say hi to the rest of the gang. Tell them Colton and Jake sent you. From this very podcast, live from the eight one five. Yeah, and that was our a classic eight one five bar. So that was our first ad read, and let me tell you, we nailed it. Oh, you nailed it. That was I was just the hype man in the background. I I'm I'm so pumped up right now. I'm starving. I'm ready to go to Murphy's. They are. uh, Let me tell you, I had a burger uh, last time I was in there. Delicious, mouth watering. Big fry guy too. They gave me some good fries. Huge fan. Murphy's, thanks for hopping on board. We appreciate it. Yeah, we definitely appreciate the love, Murphy's. And uh, that's all we got today. Yeah, that's it. We ended with that hot ad read. Um, uh, I don't... Have you seen any movies lately, though? I I mean... I, well, okay, so here's here's a little insight, a little peek behind the curtain. We we 
uh, recorded an episode for Friday, and I'm just really stupid, and I deleted it <laughs> before I could post it. So I yeah, can't remember well, what... This is all supposed to be behind the <laughs> curtain. I can't remember what, what movies I've seen that we haven't talked about, but I did see Get Out. I th- don't think we've talked about that on air. Get Out, mm. nuts. Great movie. Yeah, I told you to watch that, and you did. Wow. It is mind-blowing. Okay, yes. Um, you seen anything else since then, though? Um, Fantastic Beasts, Where to Find Them. I'm a huge Harry Potter fan. Never read the books, though. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> huge Harry Potter I'm, fan. I'm a diehard Harry Potter fan. Never read the books or <laughs> watched the movies. You watched the movies, like, all in one day. <laughs> yeah, I watched I – didn't, I didn't really watch the movies until the eighth one came out in theaters. So I <laughs> – but I'm the biggest Harry real Potter fan in the world. Harry Potter. <laughs> Yeah, uh, Fantastic Beasts is good, though, when I saw it. It's not like, it's not going to be up there with the Harry Potter movies for me, just because those ones I watched and read the books as a kid, and they have this weird nostalgia. Fantastic Beasts was a good movie, though. From what I've heard, it, there's going to be like three or four more like in the series, mm-hmm. and it's going to focus more on like Grindelwald and his relationship with Dumbledore. Yeah, that'll be exciting. That'd I really hope. Yeah. Um, a movie I saw, I watched it last night, actually, was Split. Ooh, Have you that? seen that? No. It was actually it was really good. Uh, the performance by oh, what's the actor's name? Um, Tom Professor. Hanks. <laughs> no, Super American Tom Hanks. <laughs> no, it's um, oh, what's his name? He, James McAvoy. Sure. The guy from he's Professor X in um, the new, all the new uh, X Men movies. Yeah. So it's it is an M Night Shyamalama Ding Dong film. Ooh. Where, Always have crazy twists, but uh, this one is about a, a guy who has split personalities, and he, he kidnaps some girls, and that's in the trailer, so I'm not spoiling anything. <laughs> but uh, it's a really good it's it's a good movie. Um, I wouldn't say it's amazing, but James McAvoy's performance because he has to play nine, ten different characters, absolutely mind blowing. I was yeah, super impressed. Like all all I read last year was that he got snubbed from the Oscars. Yeah. I could see it. I mean, the movie wasn't but amazing, but he was absolutely amazing. Blew my mind how so, good he was. So that is your Oscar snub of the week from, <laughs> from live from the eight one five. Um, that's. I mean, what do you got? What do you got planned for the fourth? Any, anything American? I'm probably gonna check out some fireworks, which is pretty American, yeah, and drink right, some beer. <laughs> I'll probably drink a beer and watch fireworks. What? I know. I think it's all, really out there. I think you just made the plans for all of our listeners, because um, nobody really yes. had that in mind. But like, <laughs> listeners, if you're not doing anything, try cracking open a cold one and watching some fireworks. Son of a gun! I'm pumped just thinking about it, huh? Yeah. What what a twist to the what everyone else usually does on exactly, Fourth of July. Yeah. yeah, we like to think outside the box here. Maybe grill up some hamburgers or hot dogs. Right. Or yeah. Even, or. Or even uh, bananas. I remember one time on uh, uh, Disney Channel, I saw that Australians grill up bananas for their <laughs> for their Independence Day. So, if they're, <laughs> if they're, I remember if, that very well. What today. a I lie. think Brenda Song. Yeah, it was Brenda Song. It was Brenda Song. Um, so yeah, if if there's one thing that you should do to celebrate the independence of America, it's to do what Australians <laughs> do on their Independence Day. Yeah. If anything, we should do what. England does on their independence. Yeah. yeah, we're yeah. I'm 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 planning on um getting some fish and chips, and uh, going to the pub. Yeah. So. You know what? I take back my Benedict Cumberbatch being super American because he's, a you know 
He taxed us back in the 1700s. Taxation without representation is bullshit. Ooh, spitting <laughs> fire over there, Jake. <laughs> Bars. <laughs> Take well, that, England. Yeah. Oh, oh, damn. Jake, stop, stop, stop. You're going to start a war. That was nuts. Oh, my God. All right, America, I want to apologize for any any uh, problems that Jake just, just caused. But Yeah, England, was... uh, England's going to uh, subtweet us. I be- oh, man. If England subtweets live from the 815... You all know where it came from. It was right here. I'm sorry, my queen, the queen. I know you're an avid listener. Queen Liz? The queen of England. That <laughs> it. Yeah, the queen. Queen um, Beth? Sorry, I take it all back. I don't know what the queen's name is. Isn't it Elizabeth? It might be. I really don't know. That's how uncultured I am. Yeah, you uncultured swine. <laughs> yeah. You son of a That's gun. so fair. Well, guys, enjoy um, Fourth of July. Enjoy... Um, your your grilled bananas um don't and this podcast and this very podcast what a very patriotic way to, to spend your day don't forget to uh go to backupquarterback.org that's where you can find some hot takes some blogs some videos you can you can find this very exact uh podcast um uh, again that's backupquarterback.org you can follow me and jake on uh on twitter um i'm colton st vincent at Colton's A. Vincent. I'm at Jake Leroux One. Can, and if you happen to check out our podcast on the website, go give it a uh, a rate. Give us a, a subscribe. Good one. A good a, rate. Yeah, do not rate it one star. I, I swear. I will find you because nobody has rated it yet, so I will know who you are. <laughs> <laughs> we have absolutely no ratings because it won't allow me to rate our own podcast. Son of a bitch. It's um, <laughs> a good system. If you're listening to this, um, find every single phone that you have and uh, click click the download button. So just download this podcast to your phone. You can even just uh, download and then uh, delete it and then re-download it. Just keep doing that. Yeah, or just keep going to your phone provider, getting new phone numbers and then new phones and yeah. download this podcast to all of them. Go to um, a Sprint store, a U.S. Cellular store, download this podcast on all of their phones. Um, you can find us on iTunes. You can find us on SoundCloud. Um, you can follow us on Twitter. At, um, that isn't our personal ones. We got backup QB underscore blog. Again, that's backup QB underscore blog. Don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, download, re-download, and repeat. <laughs> Just keep subscribe, unsubscribe, do it all. Like it's the best way to spend your fourth, best way to spend your fifth, sixth, take the seventh off. We might have a new episode out by then. I'm not a calendar guy, <laughs> but yeah, thanks. Thanks for listening. Um, this is live from the 815 podcast. I'm Colton. I'm Jake. And we'll catch you next time. American and American guys, we'll always stand up and salute. We'll always recognize when we see old glory flying. There's a lot of men dead, so we can sleep in peace at night when we lay down our heads. My daddy served in the army where he lost his right eye, but he flew a flag out in our yard. Till the day that he died, he wanted my mother 
my brother, my sister, and me to grow up and live happy in the land of the free. Now this nation that I love is falling under attack. A mighty sucker punch came flying in from somewhere in the back. Soon as we could see clearly through our big black eye, man, we lit up your world like the Fourth of July. Hey, Uncle Sam, put your name at the top of his list, and the Statue of Liberty started shaking her fist, and an eagle will fly, and it's gonna be here when you hear Mother Freedom start ringing her bell, and it'll feel like the whole. Sorry that you mess with the U.S. of A. Cause we'll put a boot in your ass. It's the American way. Hey, Uncle Sam, put your name at the top of his list. And the Statue of Liberty started shaking her fist. And the eagle will fly. And it's gonna be hell when you hear Mother Freedom start a Is raining down on you. I'll brought to you courtesy of the red, white, and blue.